It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Well, hello, everybody. We're going to go ahead and get started on the Creditors of God talk show. We are, uh, since we're starting late, we're going to respect that uh, those who have gotten on, that means we're going to end early uh, out of respect to people's uh, schedule. So we're going to go ahead and get started with our um topic on tonight, we're going to be talking about uh, the authenticating process of your document. Not that no one has never heard of the authentication process, uh, but just simply my research is finding out people are having some issues getting their uh, documents authenticated. And uh, that's going to be one of the most important topics that we're going to talk about tonight. And uh, of course, as always, it's always good to have uh, the uh, also Derek on, who is also the host on. Well, me and him both are hosting, so bam, we are uh, just yeah. glad to, <laughs> we're just glad to be here and glad to keep everything moving in the float. So um, we're going to go ahead and get started with uh, the authenticating process. Some people are familiar with authenticating the uh, birth certificate. Of course, that was one of the main documents, uh, people that starting in, in the authenticating movement, if there be such a word, that's just the word I'm going to call it, uh, it was known that it was the birth certificate. Or some people say COLB, Certificate of Life Birth, same thing. Um, some people that are attempting to get those authenticated, some are having problems, some are not. And the research that I'm finding is the area that they're having the problem in, and that's what we want to put our emphasis on. Um, we already know what the birth certificate history. Everyone already know about that. There's really no difference between the long form and short form. There's really no difference from my research whether you get the long form, short form. The whole point is if you're going to authenticate it, you're just authenticating either or. So one doesn't have more superiority than the next since research that I found uh, when we authenticate the document, giving it a full face, a full face and credit, then to me it does not matter if you bring it back to the original once you have authenticated. It doesn't matter if it's the short form or long form. So uh, that's just my own research of belief. But what people are having a problem with, is not only the COLB and not only any other documents that they're having an issue is, they're noticing that if the um, if the document has not been notarized properly, that's when we're having some issues. They're looking at when you go to the Secretary of State, that is where you go to your local 
Secretary of State uh, to get it authenticated. Some people say having it authenticated in Atlanta uh, on the land. Some people call, and then some people say authenticated at the federal level, which is in, in Washington and all of those good things. But regardless, if you have not notarized the document properly, and what I mean by notarized, they are looking for a specific verbiage to be on your documents, no matter what it is. And these are the words that they're looking for. They're looking for an acknowledgement from the notary, acknowledgement from the notary where the notary themselves saying that you, the person, or your all-caps name or lowercase name, whatever name uh, you're going by once you appear before them, they are to give that acknowledgement that that person with that name appeared before them and on the day that you appeared and for whatever the content or the instrument is. That's the verbiage that they're looking for. And when they don't see the acknowledgement, if they don't see that exact verbiage, they will turn you around. They don't want to just see the word subscribe and, and sworn before me. That's not good enough. I've even seen that personally, so I know I'm talking from experience on that. Uh, they don't want that. They want the acknowledgement. Uh, even if you were to use the ver uh, the uh, the verbiage of verify, they still want the notary's name to say that you indeed appeared before them, listing their name. They just don't. They don't just want you to just have them just to sign their names or uh, give their signature or who the notary is. They literally want the printed name uh, of who the individual was that uh, notarized your document. Because what they're going to do, of course, is when you go to the Secretary of State, the commission number that was given to that notary, they are going to authenticate it based on that notary's signature so that our authentication is going to be based off of the the commission number, the name of the notary. And when they just only see a signature, for whatever reasons, rain, sleet, or snow, they turn you right on back around and say, go back to that notary, whoever notarized it, and get them to put that verbiage on there. Then sometimes it appears that they themselves, that is the clerk at the Secretary of State, Half of the time, they themselves really don't know what to look for either. But if you do get one that does know what to look for, once they do point it out, they will turn you back around. So let's say or assume that you've gotten all the good verbiage correctly and all of that good stuff. The next hurdle you're going to be jumping over is when you fill out the it's like a little short form you fill out of why you want to get authenticated or where you're going to be using the instrument. Uh, of course, they're looking for you to uh, authenticate a document for the non-Hague uh, countries. And one of the countries, well, two of them that I am aware of, just off the top of my head, that uh, are non-Hague is China and Jamaica. I'm hearing that Jamaica is one of the ones you really want to choose and the reason why people have claimed you want to use that one is because it, it is believed they are less uh, political, meaning they will not give you a, a household if you literally technically were to use your instrument in Jamaica. 
They will not authenticate your document for any other country other than a non-Hague country. So in other words, you can't go, you, you won't be able to put on your short form that you fill out that you are going to be using it in the U.S. or you're going to be using it in uh, one of the other countries that's not a part of the non-Hague uh, convention or countries or whatever term you want to call it. Um, and believe it or not, when you ask the clerks why do it have to be a non-Hague country, uh, from what I found, they can't even tell you. But I could care less. I just won't mind notarized. So pick one of the non-Hague. You can you can Google it also. Uh, but just throwing that out there, uh, you just really just need to either pick China or Jamaica. But you can choose however which one you want. Long as it's a non-Hague uh, country, they're going to soon attach their authenticating instrument to your document, therefore giving it full faith and credit. And it appears that that is uh, having a little uh, weight or assisting people with their instruments. I know um, one lady uh, had her oath of office. She's a uh, what we would call a continental um what would you call it? a continental judge and she got all of her documents properly notarized uh well excuse me not properly notarized it was actually hers I think she actually used no she did use a witness. She used she used the witness and she also did use a notary. Um and uh, she actually filed that onto the land records and all that good stuff because in the land records, they're going to notarize it anyway in order for it to even be on the land records. They're going to be looking for it to be notarized anyway. So once she got all that done, she when she was pulled over, and she, got, of course, got it authenticated, when she was pulled over, she showed the officers two things. That was her authenticated uh, oath of office for the continental judge, in her authenticated uh, COLB, and the officer let her go. What I believe let her go was her oath of office. Her oath of office was showing that or referencing that she was not a U.S. citizen. So that's just my belief. Uh, I can't say technically that that's to be proven, but that's my belief, and the reason why I said that is my belief is because I have the privilege of seeing the oath that those who are uh, reforming what they call the continental um, United States, and oh, by the way, there's a group that's out there that is up-moving, fast-speed moves, and they're getting things done. Anyway, I've had an opportunity to read that actual oath, and that actual oath, is simply stipulating that that person is not a U.S. citizen. They are not bound by the jurisdiction of the United States. So that's why I believe she was able to get out of that ticket because of the authenticated um, oath of office. Now, the good thing about that authenticating, if if anyone has gotten it, uh, if not, you will see that it does have the state seal on it. I don't know what it does of the officers when they see those seals, but I've said this several times, out of all of the registrations that we've done, including 
our license, including our registration for tags, all those have the great seal of your state on it. So when they ask for those instruments and they don't see those that seal, to them in their world, it's like this is not authentic. This is not for real. This is not what you're supposed to have. We're looking for the seal. It, apparently, they're looking for they're looking for that seal, that state seal. So apparently, when they see the seal, it just um, perhaps it lets them know, oh, this is for real. So there's something about those seals. I'm, again, I'm not. Uh, I'm not there yet to understand what the seals do psychologically, of course. I have no idea what it would do to them, but apparently that is what they're looking for. So I'm big on authenticating our own documents, meaning your affidavit. If it's something you think is very important, get it authenticated. If you be, if you end up having to be pulled over, every single thing you have on you should be authenticated to hush the officers up and let them just see the seal and keep on moving, hopefully. Hopefully you would have an officer that that, <laughs> that that's really uh, can comprehend what's going on. But if not, hey, sometimes you may even have to turn the tables around and do a counterclaim on them. So hopefully we don't have to do that but or you have to do that. So keep that in mind. So, again, when we're getting it authenticated, when we get it authenticated, we want to make sure we have a correct verbiage. They will send you back and forth until you get it right. And even though in some states uh, it, it's not, it, the cost is not that much. I believe, in some states it's five, some states it's ten. And I'm thinking the highest I may have heard may have been 15, and I could be wrong on that amount, but. I look at it as well worth it. But, again, they're not going to just jump out there and let you have the authenticating uh, instrument if you don't have all of your documents notarized. They don't recognize the um, common law notary. I'm, 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 I'm yet to find anyone that has actually authenticated a document with a common law notary seal because you really don't really hear about a lot of common law notary seals. Um, I think that's, you know, something that's up forth and coming, uh, and uh, that may be an adventure I may jump out on. But as of now, I'm yet to hear the Secretary of State's office authenticate a common law um, notary seal. So they're only going to recognize their own. So if that means you have to, you know, even though we know that the de facto system, you know, is all about rules, regulations, and codes, and statutes, and all that good stuff, regardless, if you're real big on saying, well, hey, I really don't really want to use a notary seal to get it authenticated, well, then on your on your document, you can put a little disclaimer there that says, just because I've gotten this instrument notarized does in no way mean that I am submitting myself to this jurisdiction, whatever that just simply means to you. So that's why I'm saying put something in there if you're real big on um, believing that you just gave them some kind of magical jurisdiction. Um, So just keep that in mind. Um, Did you get anything you want to add to that? Yeah. uh, Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Sure can. 
Yeah, I was actually uh, writing something down now. Mm -hmm. um, this U.S. Uh, Title 28, which I was going to actually uh, check up on, mm -hmm. Chapter 115, uh, properly authenticated copies or transcripts of any mm -hmm. books, records, papers, or documents mm -hmm. of any department or agency of the United States shall be admitted in evidence equally with the originals thereof. Mm. So, I mean, I remember that. Mm-hmm. That was good. People need to people need to know that. People need to know that uh, that you can use that. Uh, hopefully, we don't have a uh, you don't we don't run into any. Uh, well, we know that they are after the crooked judges, but I think what I'm thinking is so that let's assume and let's say we've done. All of our uh, documents are authenticated. I, because in fact, I know a guy who's got his uh, COLB authenticated. He's gotten the UCC one filing. He's gotten the non-UCC filing. Well, let's see. I'm just trying to go down the list of all of these things he's done. He's uh, gave himself power of attorney. He's also had his fee schedule put in place. Um, filed counterclaims in federal. He's done that. Um, and there's still, there may be one more he's done, but I can't recall that one more thing. They have still holding him. And this is what I'm believing, and what I mean by holding him, of course, you know I mean <laughs> he's still in jail, of course. Um, what ended up happening was, the guy, when uh, someone actually turned him in, they overheard that he had a, a warrant out of uh, a certain state. And um, actually, it stemmed from like a disagreement. The, a gentleman that he that, that uh, this uh, man had his family staying with for a time as they move and regroup and all that good stuff, end up turning them, end up turning him in, called the authorities in some kind of way and uh, gave a hint that, hey, this guy here has a warrant out. And so um, so they got on it. They uh, came, knocked on the door, and he answered the door and, because I found that information out from firsthand, uh, that he answered that door. And when he, uh, when they spoke his name, are you so-and-so, 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 he answered to that name. Once he answered to that name, some kind of way, I don't know how they got in, but they're in, and now he's, you know, they've gotten him, and now he's there. Bam. So once he got there, the they mentioned uh, concerning the warrant. They mentioned the so-called charges, but for whatever reason, even oh, I remember now. He had changed his status too. He changed his uh, well. He actually changed his status while in the uh, prison system. So they are ignoring all of his instruments for whatever reason. And I I think there's two th two things that the reason why they're holding him. A, of course, he answered to the name. That is, we call some people call it the straw man. Uh, he answered to that name, and then that's A, and then B, he will not sign anything. For whatever reason, they need our signature. I don't know why, but they do. 
It must give power to uh, to the instrument that they're using. Because, again, they, they're using a charging instrument, of course, so uh, he won't sign anything. So those are the two things that I believe that is the reason why they're keeping him. They're, they're perhaps trying to mentally break him down, but he's not going. Uh, of course, if I was in his shoes, since he's done a lot of homework, he's done, you know, he's got all the stuff authenticated, I think the smart thing to do would be uh, find out what they're so-called charging him and use his signature to write his way out of there to say, hey, I accept the charges based off of these conditions or I conditionally accept these charges and then sign. But as of now, he's not signing anything. So I went all the way around the world just to say, but just because you have an authenticated document, if you don't know how to enforce or to be wise in our uh, dealings with the de facto, then those are the results that we do get. So am I saying everything we use authenticatingly is uh, a one-key-fits-all, it's a salvation tool? Absolutely not. I wouldn't dare tell people that. I wouldn't call it a golden key. I wouldn't call it the final remedy. None of those things because I'm finding out that all you need is the right person, and they'll tell you no. So, but knowing how to defend, I believe, is the key. So, mm-hmm. so that was that we needed to hear that. That uh, what you mentioned, uh, Derek. I thought that I think that is important. And in fact, I think that'd be good to even post that into the group. So in case people didn't know that, <laughs> you'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. I mean, they knew about the authenticating, but they don't even know what if we want to call it legal or lawful language to back it up. You know, right? Right. I don't know about nobody yeah. else, but me, me personally, I'm at a point if don't nobody know how to prove where they get their information from. But I, some of the old people, I try not to listen to. Well, you and, you know, I think about um, <laughs> I, I look at the different sides of uh, how the guys, you got some people that say authenticating the birth certificate is, it does nothing. And then you got those who say it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm to believe that it does do something because if we know the birth certificate to be a bond, a security mm-hmm. instrument, mm-hmm. and we right here in the law would say that uh, by authenticating it, you know, it comes uh, equal, basically. It's admitted in evidence equally with the original. So that's basically saying that, hey, we have the original copy of the birth certificate when we get it authenticated. I agree. You know, um, so that's just uh, my personal take on it. But uh, you know what I, you know what I, I've thought about, or not thought about what I am doing. Uh, I'm sure people have heard of the. Uh, it's called the the certificate of exemption. I don't know. I don't know if anybody have heard it, but I'm just assuming that people have. Heard it. A, a certificate of exemption from registration and licensing. I'm not for sure if people mm-hmm. have heard of that. It's actually in some of the um, in some of the groups. I know one of them. One of the groups. It should be. It should be in the uh, creditors. Well, no, not the creditors of God. No, I know it's not there. It should be in the 
it's got to be in the, I'm looking as we talk, uh, technical sovereignty group is one of them that it might be in. Uh, Secured party creditor definitely should have it, but I could be wrong. But I'm almost positive someone posted it in one of the group chats or group postings, whatever term you want to call it. But it's called a certificate of exemption from licensing and registration. So what am I hope going to be saying that? I have I have that is what I'm getting to, and what I've done with that is I added a little extra to that. I put it where I'm putting my automobile. And watch this clause here. I'm even putting my flesh, my flesh body into the trust. I thought about that today. I'm, I'm <laughs> saying that now my body is into a trust. <laughs> only, I, only I would have thought of that one. I'm going to put my flesh under a trust and see how that works. And uh, have I already got it um, notarized, and now I'm, I'll be going to go put that on the land uh, recording uh, and then have it authenticated that my body is into a trust. Isn't that smart? But mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I want my toes into a trust. I want my uh, everything because I, I, I believe if we start using this trust uh, law that we've all or have been getting in lately. I believe that there's something. Mm-hmm, I believe there's something to that. Why not? Why not put our DNA into the trust? Why not put fingerprints into a trust? Everything we do needs to go. Of course, if you got the body, you got the DNA too. I'm just saying, you know, the way the way thing, the as corrupt as as many corrupt things as they have. Why not? Why should we not have many layers of ideas and protections or attempt protections for what we're doing in commerce. So that's why I'm saying the more we can show them, hey, this is in a trust, my vehicle is in a trust, and matter of fact, it's exempt from registration. In fact, I'm exempt from licensing. In fact, here's the seal to prove that the Secretary of State has uh, affixed their uh, authenticating instrument to it to say this is legit. I, I just can't see why a officer would read an instrument that's real to the point. Definitely, even if it has a claim that says this person is exempt from license and registration. Oh, but this is also attached to the state, the Secretary of State. I think I ought to let them go. Because the reason why I say that is let's assume and let's say you do get one, an officer, they're like, what is that? I have no clue what that is. I don't want to recognize that and all the above. Well, that's fine. Well, still, you still got exhibits that you can use in your counterclaim, tort claim, whatever claim you really want to call it. I think just simply countering them is the key uh, also. Um, I'm I also find out some other good information to use uh, with our authenticating instruments is, is an example, we always use citations and tickets because the majority of the time that's what everybody gets. Um, so either that or a case or we end up being involved in some type of case or lawsuit, as they would say. I'm hearing that we can do this, that we can um, 
send those instruments to the violations bureau of your state and have the have that department get involved in the case to investigate to see what's going on. Uh, I'm hearing that you can send a petition, which is just simply a, a letter to your your uh, state representative, and uh, or and also your chief justice of your state. Um, and one guy, only one guy now, has claimed. These two things he did. He said he sent uh, to the state representative a petition, and he sent to the chief judge concerning his case. And he claimed that miraculously his whole entire case has disappeared. Now I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I just can't see how he would sit. A, you know, I just can't see how he would. Uh, when I got through asking questions, of course, I couldn't see how he could have uh, lied to me that easily. Because when I got through investigating and asking questions from him, there was, I left no room from what I saw for him to wiggle any way out but a yes or no. So with his yes, it disappeared. I have to just assume that that's true. So my whole point of saying that is we need to try more than one way to skin these cats out here. If they're not, you know, if they're not wanting to uh, hear us in federal, why not use their own system to go after them? You know, that's just how I'm looking at it, so. Right. So So it's always good to uh, go through federal. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Federal, federal, mm-hmm. federal appears to be uh, the number one thing. Uh, sometimes federal, you may get a good judge, and I, that's just what I'm hearing. You may get a good honorable judge, and sometimes you may get one that just just close your case out. All of, you you just got it open, and all of a sudden you get a notice that hey, we denied your formal pompous form. Uh, and uh, and then that that shuts it down. So um, so hopefully people can get a good, you know, one of the good judges in federal. But hey, just don't stay there. Don't put all your as my mother used to tell us. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, don't put all your hope in you know in the federal because again, you might be that one to get that bad judge, and even in the federal. So try another way. Try. Um, also sending instruments to the IRS, you know. I think the more you have on them, against them, the more they'll be like, we just don't want to fool with this person, whoever this person we can't see yet, because they just will not stop filing documents or, or claims or torts or whatever we want to call them. So we're going to leave them alone. So I think when you've had enough, you'll file it in and everywhere you can think of. <laughs> that's just the way I think about that. That's just me, though. So. Yeah, I understand that. That's my view. And as they say, I'm sticking with that one. So, uh, so again, the guy mentioned that um, when he got through doing that, filing with the, the, uh, the uh, chief justice of his state, uh, concerning his case, um, and then he also claimed that he 
he listed the prosecuting attorney. Um, I, I think he wanted him barred or something. He claimed that the the uh, the uh, district attorney or prosecuting attorney was literally barred. That's what he claimed, and then of course that's what he said. The case disappeared. So, uh, so hopefully somebody else can come along and tell us, hey, they tried that and they got you know some success. So, some things we got to some things we do have to jump out and just do ourselves because I'm finding some people that claim they've had successes and not willing to show proof. And the reason why they won't show proof is because there is none. That's because if if no one has answered your proof questions, you're left with a no. So uh, that's all you can take from that uh, comment or that situation is that apparently it's a no. So, so I think we should just jump out and just try some things. Follow your, follow your mind. If your mind says try this, try. You know, so that's just my own opinion. So, with, with in all those uh, decisions, what I what I say, what I like to do is whatever decision I'm about to make, I learn as much as I possibly can about. It you know, before I move on that action, you know, mm-hmm. and if I make this decision, where is it going to take me? If I make that decision, where is it going to take me? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just really analyze all the information and all the options you got, you know, because a lot of mm-hmm. times people can get uh, caught up in the stuff emotionally, you know, mm-hmm. it's really easy for that moment. You get caught up emotionally, you got court date after court date, and, um, you know, people can easily make unwise decisions from it. You know, That's true. So, uh, that is so true. That is absolutely true. Because some people, I think some people are so ready for a remedy. And I don't blame them, though. I, I'm not blaming them for being ready for a remedy. But I think they're just so ready to where they don't take the time to investigate so that they know how to defend even what they themselves are doing. So you're absolutely correct. But I I know that's just where most people are. They're in such a hurry. And then the sad thing about it, some people, they wait to the last minute to do things. They read the last minute. All of a sudden you see a posting that say, hey, can somebody help me? I'm trying to uh, need a ticket. But they're 30 days into the ticket. You know, come on now. I mean, just come on, Joe. I just want people to stay with us and use just a little bit of common sense that they were given. Because you, because I'm not. I'm, people can't convince me that God didn't give them common sense. They, I just what they, what is happening is they're just not using it. Is my opinion because because it's there. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> waiting thirty days for 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 people to jump and and to your drumbeat. And then they wonder why people are not helping them because they waited to the last minute. And then they want to drain you for the next couple of hours for something they could have been and done. But I have had so many people that are trying different processes and they are, they want to drain you for something they could have been done. And I guarantee you no one is that busy to the point to where 30 days has gone by. The only way I could have, I understand 
if you're that busy, is if you are in the hospital, if you are in another country, all those things, if you get enough time to be looking at me, respond to a post, that energy could be used to doing your own homework and or doing your own administrative work and getting those things in place to the best of your ability, even if they were wrong. But people now want to, they want to use you, and then when they get to using you all up, and then when they don't follow your instructions all the way through, then they blame you. <laughs> I think that's amazing. So, yeah, but I'm one of those. I'll ask you in a minute when you when you get through failing, I come over. Well, what did you do? And when I find that loophole, I think, ah, uh-uh, there you go. See, I didn't tell you to do that. So you're not gonna you're not gonna get me. Follow all of my instructions, and when you don't, you will pay the price. And so here we go. That's the reason why it didn't work. Yep. So, in a nutshell, the authenticating process is not hard, but it can be made hard if we don't put the correct uh, verbiage on our instruments before we get it notarized and making sure that once it is notarized, uh, then we can go to the Secretary of State, get it authenticated, and you'll be on your way. I even have a laminated uh, mine because I want it to last a long time. I don't want it to rip or anything like that. And so laminate them. Just make sure you put them back together, bind them back together if you can staple them back together. Uh, and all that good stuff. So I laminate them so they can last a little longer. So that's just extra. That'll be an extra five dollars if you lose it. Because uh, I was telling someone that uh, if you lose your authenticated birth certificate, common sense tells you you're gonna have to pay to go get your birth certificate again, and gonna have to pay to authenticate him again. So why not go ahead and keep it in a safe place? Why not go ahead and eliminate it? And it really looks nice. If you go to, like, uh, Kinko's Copy is a good place. Um, what's another one? Office Depot is another good place. And, and it makes it the way they are laminating, though at least at Office Depot, it makes it look real professional. It's just not something some old plastic ran over and like, oh, that's laminated. Then you cut off. No, they have this special little thing that makes it look like it's just bam, need to go right on into some kind of frame. It looks just that nice, at least to me it does. So eliminate those instruments so they can last a long time. So so that in a nutshell is the authenticating process. Uh, we're not going to be on um, a long time tonight. Uh, we're going to go ahead and, uh, let's see, open the floor for, well, we're not going to have to open up the floor. There uh, <laughs> uh, we not going to have to open that floor because the floor is open with only me and you. <laughs> yeah. Some, yeah, others just get off. So I just I just reopened the uh, the browser thing to see who was still on. So we ain't gonna we ain't gonna tear either. We just, since they decided to drop off, uh, there we we getting ready to drop off too. <laughs> uh, we, we, we got some, uh, people are going uh, 
listen to, we're going to post this in the group also alongside the other ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we will, um, we're going to just cut it short and we're going to prepare for next week. And we're going to, we're going to be working on some good things. Me and Derek is going to be working on getting some new guests to come on and all of that good stuff. Uh, and I think what would be a good person to come on uh, to is we're going to see if we can get Brian Parker on. We're going to try to see if we can get uh, – there's another young lady uh, that's getting contract. I can't think of her name. But we're going to be trying to bring guests that have well-reversed knowledge uh, in what we're doing. So – we are going to be ending the show a little early tonight uh, due to the fact that people have been on early and we had like a 10-minute delay, and we want to respect those who have gotten on and gotten off and all that good stuff so they can take care of those things that they need to take care of. So be prepared for next week as we get ready to do our Creators of God talk show for then. Um, next week will be in the hands of Derek if he just decides to, you know, bring a guest on, which is definitely always fine. Uh, but regardless, we still are going to be working on getting some guest speakers on here to uh, share some new uh, things. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm all about freshness and newness and all of that good stuff. And the only way to know about the freshness and, and newness is to invite those who got the freshness and newness. So. <laughs> So uh, we're going to end tonight's uh, show. Um, if no one has any comments, any questions, we're going to end it a little bit early on tonight. We've been, we've been uh, technically we would have been on at least about 45 minutes now. Uh, with, we have been on about 45 minutes, um, but we would have been at least on an hour. Uh, had we started right up at 8 o'clock. So we're going to end on tonight. Um, no questions, no comments, nothing else that should be added. We're going to end as always. Of uh, course, please always remember, as you stay tuned to this talk show, we do our very best to inform everybody that comes on You are indeed the credit. You are indeed the court. You are definitely the captain of your own ship here on earth. Until next time, this is D.L. Harris and Derek also. We thank you for listening. Until next time, y'all have a good night. Be blessed. Bye-bye. Thank you all very much. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.